Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Dr. Tiffany Watkins, and I'm excited to have you back with us again on another episode. And today, I am excited to have my special guest with me, and her name is Miriam Matthews. And we're going to talk about something that I believe uh, is very um, important to all of us because we deal with these on a daily basis. But, you know, have you ever just found yourself trying to overcome negative thoughts when you're trying to ascend to your purpose in God, when you're trying to get to that place in God and the enemy constantly attacks your mind and tells you uh, what you can't be or you may be too old or you may not be smart enough and you go through those things through your mind or you're battling, I may not have enough money or you know, I have enough money but I don't have the right connections. But today we're gonna talk with Miriam today on some tips and tools on how to overcome our negative thoughts. But before we do that, I wanna introduce Miriam to you. Uh, Miriam is a mom, a wife, a speaker, a therapist, and a Christian transformational coach, and she's a life coach. She always knew she wanted to help others. She is passionate about working with courageous Christian women who want to build their foundation on God and overcome fear. She is also the CEO of Define Your DNA Coaching Academy, where she helps her clients dive into God, neutralize negative beliefs, and activate power and purpose. And so thank you so much for being a part of the episode today, Miriam. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing so well. And thank you so much for that amazing introduction. I'm so humbled. <laughs> I feel so honored to, to really be here. It is truly an honor. So thank you so much, Dr. Watkins. Well, thank you so much for being here today. And tell the little the listeners some more about yourself that I didn't mention. So I am originally from Georgia. Okay. <laughs> born and raised there. I'm not currently there right now, but um, uh, a, a quick uh, fact is uh, my mother there is from Ghana, West Africa. Wow. Um, my, my father uh, is from here. He's uh, he passed away though in 2010. But yeah, my roots um, were in in Georgia. I uh, married my high school sweetheart, and he's in the military. So we we transplanted to um, Massachusetts, and then uh, now we are in Virginia. Virginia wow, Beach, Virginia. So uh, it's <laughs> been amazing. I love Virginia Beach. Um, I we get all seasons here, so it's just it's been nice. <laughs> and I think you mentioned this, uh, uh, but I, yeah, I have three kids. Um, you mentioned I'm a mom, but yes, I have three kids: two girls and a boy. Wow. Wow. And you know, how was that big transform that big change? Was it a big uproot when you left from Georgia to Massachusetts? It it was it was a big change. Um, everyone was telling me, you know, get get ready for the snow and, and all of that. And yeah, they were not playing any games. Um, 
when they told me that uh, I actually, well, but I did uh, buy a Jeep Wrangler uh, in preparation. I uh, always <laughs> wanted a Jeep, but I said, this is definitely the, the best time to get it. Um, and I think I was also ready for change, to be honest. So I think I was more, um, I was motivated to leave Georgia, even though if you would have asked me that um, maybe a year or so prior to us moving, I always saw myself staying in the same place. Ooh, this is getting into, I think what we're going to talk about, because mm-hmm. it was familiar, you know, <laughs> not and, and everything that's, that you're around, um, uh, that may not even be good for you. Sometimes we're more likened to stay in that same place or in a certain comfort zone, simply because you're used to it, you know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was truly a part of God's orchestration for me to, uh, for me and my spouse to come together and uh, for us to to start a chapter, to start a new chapter. Um, and truly we needed that, you know, to separate uh, completely, not, you know, not in a bad way from, you know, our families or anything like that, but to really come together, you know, and cleave and, and get to know each other together. It was a new chapter. So it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. And we got used to the cold up there. You know? Yeah. Cause it's very, yeah, it is cold, 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 mm-hmm. but that's a beautiful story. Um, and like you said, that's what we're going to kind of talk about today, because sometimes you have to make a change, you know, in order for things to get better. And with that being said, you know, I, um, in one of your social media posts that I really uh, enjoyed, you had stated one statement that just stuck out with me, and I just wanted to bring it to the listeners today, and you had stated that you don't need a new year to make an impact, you just need a new mindset, you know, talk to the listeners about that. All right. That is such a great question. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, and, and just the segue with that. Yes. You know, we're what four months into the new year um, and time and time again, I think even the, li- the listeners know this, that we, you know, we may start, um, you know, create new year's resolutions. It's like, okay, Okay, it's a new year. I'm gonna leave my uh, my old behaviors behind. I'm gonna set these new goals. And then many times, even 21 days in, you know, or a month in, we find ourselves uh, retreating back to those same behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not so much the new year that is going to uh, be the be the the driver behind new behaviors than it is a new mindset. Our behaviors are are connected to the beliefs that we have about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that again: our behaviors mm-hmm. are connected to the beliefs um, that we have about ourselves. So many times we're unable to sustain um, those 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 goals. We're unable to sustain those goals many times because we overwhelm ourselves, or um, you know, we are not necessarily implementing. Um, the way that like needle needle point movements in order to sustain those goals. Um, but even more, I think what's even more important is looking at um, the beliefs in that uh, that is in one's mind. And that's what I do uh, with uh, my clients that I meet with. Mm-hmm. Is okay, what's going on in here? Because it's not just, again, it's not just about new goals, but sometimes it's also about uh, investing in um, in help to see, okay, what's been going on in my mind that's leading me uh, away, away from my goals, not necessarily towards them. Um, it, you know, I don't know if that makes sense. And many times mm-hmm. it has to do with what with the beliefs that we've been holding in our minds. And it it is uh, helpful to take a look um, at those beliefs. Mm-hmm. So that we can begin to change them and challenge them. 
Yes, yes. And you know, uh, I'm reminded of the scripture in Philippians 4 and 8, where it tells us, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, you know, uh, whatsoever things are pure, lovely, whatever things that are a good report, if any of those things, uh, that we should be thinking on those things. And so, uh, you know, today we're talking about overcoming our mental battles. Um, and there are many battles that we go through in our mind on a daily day basis that we have to continue constantly cast those thoughts down and count, mm-hmm. you know, as the Bible tells us to cast every thought and imagination down and bring it under the subjection to the Holy Spirit. And so explain to listeners how the mind battle begins. Mm. Well, the mind battle begins, um, <laughs> it, it begins at a very young age, um, the in- enemy is out to um, essentially uh, pervert or distort the way that you even see yourself. Um, mm-hmm. So many of those beliefs, again, that that uh, that we have didn't just start in that year. Uh, and then it's like, okay, well, I want a new goal in order to change it. That's, you know, a new goal is not going to necessarily be the driver than it is um, you, the beliefs that you have. So many uh, people may have experienced some sort of traumatic event um, uh, in their childhood or, you know, even young adult lives. Sometimes um, we're even learning about ourselves by the reactions of the people around us or what we see growing up. And we have a tendency to then replicate those things Mm -hmm. uh, as an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, So it begins at a very young age. It's like, okay, well, if I can, um, uh, you know, lead you to believe that you're not good enough or lead you to think that this is the way that relationships are supposed to be handled. Meanwhile, we're also learning with people who are imperfect, you know, called our Mm -hmm. parents, right? Our parents are not perfect. We're Mm -hmm. not perfect. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it then becomes uh, a journey of unlearning once you recognize, wait, you know, this isn't working. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. isn't working, you know, year after year, I keep coming up with these new resolutions or year, year after year, I want to reach um, I want to reach higher heights. I want to reach new goals, but I feel stagnant. I, I still feel lost. Um, so again, the battle, it, it is, the battle truly is in the mind, but the great thing is your empowerment is not stuck in the past. It It's, it's right. Like today is a new day to even make a choice. Um, I'm even reminded right now of uh, I believe it's Second Timothy one and seven, uh, which God is saying, "I've not given you a spirit of fear, but mm-hmm. power, love, and a sound mind." And you know, I, I just even that first part, I haven't given you a spirit of fear because, again, many times we may end up fearing change, even even change that is good for us, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. wonder, okay, well, you know, if I if I do start this business or if I do reach this milestone or uh, if, if I uh, if I do um, challenge myself to go live on Facebook or just to do uh, or, or to go and speak to somebody uh, um, at a restaurant or whatever the case is, if I do these things, am I going to be OK, you know, or am I going to be able to maintain the success that that comes mm-hmm. with this? Am mm-hmm. I going to be able to maintain you know, so sometimes we're actually thinking from a place of defeat um, instead of from a place of success. Sometimes because of fear, because of fear, we um, <laughs> we're so, we could be so defeat oriented that we then plan out every worst case scenario. Yeah, that's so good. You know, yeah. So we plan out every worst case scenario. So now whatever I rehearse in my mind is also what I'm going to release in my life. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it's almost like a, it's a setup, you know, because it's like, yes, you want to be successful, but if I'm constantly meditating on failure, if I'm constantly meditating on, well, I don't know if I can, um, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle uh, this next level, then I'm setting myself up for defeat. So then it's, it, it is not just good, but it is necessary to see what are the beliefs that you've been holding uh, in your mind, uh, you know, about yourself. One of the most common ones, Dr. Watkins, is the belief of not being good enough. And mm-hmm. I tell you, probably mm-hmm. every single client that I've worked with, and I've worked with, oh, oh, I think at least over a hundred mm-hmm. uh, by, by now, probably more than that, is um, that there's a sometimes a hidden belief of, I'm, I don't know if I'm good enough, or I'm afraid of uh, rejection. Um, you know, I, you know, it, it's, it's a, a belief about being inadequate, that it's, it is helpful again to identify what the beliefs are because you can't change what you're not aware of. That's right. That's right. But not only that, um, we got to dive into God. So that's what that whole DNA thing is about Mm -hmm. because he's the one that knows us best. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He knows you better than your parents did, you know, or does he knows you better than any ex he knows you better um, than your uh, supervisors or your friends. So if he has the plan, which he does, according to Jeremiah 29, 11, um, I need to dive into, into the one that knows me best. That's a complete submersion of myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I even like, I can imagining like a baptism. You, you go in one way, but you're going to come out um, another way when you dive into him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's so good because... I, as you were talking, I was just thinking about that because that that is a lot of, when I come across a lot of people as well. Um, it's, it's that thought pattern that you are not enough. The enemy constantly comes, you know, with you at different ideas and thoughts and things like that. And you just continue to counsel out what God says about you. And that's mm-hmm. why it's so important, like you said, to dive into God and see what he's saying about you. And, you know, and one thing, you know, I had Miriam when I was doing my doctorate. I did my dissertation on the benefits of prayer, meditation, and confession, because I believe that it is so important um, that all of those things come together in order to live a successful life, in order to see yourself as God sees you, because your confession, you know, when you constantly confess it out, you're speaking aloud into your spirit. So your spirit man hears it. And so that you're able to walk into that which the thing that he has said. And so hearing the word read out loud over yourself, praying the word um, out loud over yourself and just speaking what God says about you, uh, it even pushes you to another level. But this is what I was going to say. It also, it it becomes a daily practice. It has Mm -hmm. to become a daily practice until it becomes second nature. Because a lot of times, most people, you know, even looking at the news and looking at all the negativity and all of those things that are going on around in the news and the bad news that we hear every day because it it seems like the flesh uh, it draws towards the negativity and Mm -hmm. so daily we have to refresh our spirit and our mind and when we have those thoughts we literally sometimes have to cast those thoughts out Mm -hmm. just by speaking the word of God or saying, no, that is not me. This is what God said about me, but I've learned and still learning Miriam, and you can help me out, but it Mm -hmm. takes 
it's a daily process of doing that. You can't stop. You have to continue to do it until it starts to become a part of who you are. Do you agree with that? I completely agree with that. It, it, it you know, the scripture even talks about, um, uh, the perfect law of liberty, you know, it's like, it doesn't, you you know, that, that transformation, yes, we, we become a new creature, you know, when we accept Christ into our lives. Um, however, the journey of understanding who you are through Christ, it is a, is a daily thing. And that's, uh, I think even a part of uh, why he said to uh, carry that cross daily, you know, die mm-hmm. to the old parts of you, because that part of you may want to be a squatter, you know, yes, you have a new house, your body's a temple of the Holy Spirit, but then there are some old ways, old beliefs uh, that want to just kind of stay in there, that it's a daily eviction, you know, of those things <laughs> mm-hmm. until, <laughs> until, yeah. you know, you, you know, you, um, you begin to see, okay, wait, this house, no, this house is, is truly fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, this house uh, has power. Um, You know, the light is on in this house. You know, I'm not, the light isn't, I'm not going to turn the light on based off of um, whether or not people are going to be present for me. A light, a lighthouse is a lighthouse, no matter if there are boats in the ocean, you know, so you start to see, okay, wait, I'm not going to uh, um, be so uh, connected to this past version of myself, um, especially as you're speaking truth. And as you speak truth, you're speaking life and you need that life on a daily basis. Almost like we we have food on a daily basis, you know, and it's not just about food. Right. He said it's not um, man is not going to live on bread alone, but by the word of God. So that word is literally it's truth and it's light. It's life that you're speaking to yourself so that you can uh, be sustained. I can't depend on what I said yesterday. <laughs> I mm-hmm. need, I need truth for right now. Mm-hmm. You know? So mm-hmm. um, sometimes we even, <laughs> I even have this depiction of, um, of like somebody having like a heart attack, you know, mm-hmm. like we have sometimes these emotional disruptions or we we implode and it's like, how did I get here? You know, how did I get here in the marriage? Or, you know, why, why did the divorce happen? Or, you know, what, what happened between me and my children? Or, you know, um, what happened with the business? You know, like sometimes we have this implosion and it's like, how did I get here? It happened all of a sudden. Those things don't happen all of a sudden. It's many times there are a, a lot of, um, things that have uh, been in the heart, you know, that it's not just this sudden interruption or this sudden disruption, um, but there are beliefs, the the hidden agreements that then need to be exposed and changed and challenged, right? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, okay, there (laughs) needs to be a complete cleansing Mm -hmm. and purging and the way that that cleansing and purging happens so that there isn't this interruption or this disruption of self and relationships. um, It's speaking truth. It's speaking truth versus speaking um, limitation. Mm -hmm. You know, just um, I was just thinking about what you said, Miriam, earlier, and you, you you're dropping so many nuggets and 
you said it so fast. I just have to pull this out again on one mm-hmm. of the things that you said. You were saying a lighthouse is a lighthouse, no matter how many boats are in the ocean. Man, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that that is that is uh, wonderful because you're going to be who God has called you to be, no matter everyone that is around you. You're going to continue to st- still be what He's called you to be, and it's almost a revelation of what He has created you to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to elevate our mind, you know, in church the old us you say elevate your mind and let's go higher as you elevate your mind and begin to hear what God says about you and see how he sees you um you will always be that light that he's called you to be and so I I just love that where you pointed that out oh yes that is one of my favorite (laughs) my favorite favorite quotes uh and it's just so true because sometimes we um want just going with the whole comfort thing, you know, staying in the comfort zone and, and things like that. We're wanting people um, to make it comfortable for us to then uh, do things that are uncomfortable uh, anyway, mm-hmm. and or to or to step out. You know, we're wanting sometimes. Sometimes we're wanting uh, people to constantly applaud us or um, or to accept things that they're not necessarily meant to even accept in the first place. So then it's like you're setting yourself up for um, you're setting yourself up for almost like that, you know, that rejection mindset. Well, they rejected me. So, you know, I don't know, maybe this is not even a good idea. Meanwhile, it wasn't about it being a good idea. It was a God idea that he planted in you Mm -hmm. and things that what he plants in you, uh, isn't diminished because somebody doesn't get it or because Mm -hmm. it's misunderstood. You know, even I think about Joseph where it's like, you know, he he is seeing himself the way God sees him. Mm-hmm. That's a prayer. I even that's a quick tip. I just want to give people. It's <laughs> start praying. Lord, show me, like you know, help me to see myself the way you see me. Because mm-hmm. there's elevation that comes with that. There's a growth mindset that comes with that, and it's acknowledging it's acknowledging Him that He has the plan. I don't, my, you know, the way things have may may have happened in my life um, may not. Uh, tell me that uh, there's a greater purpose or a greater plan, but Lord, you have the plan and you see me completely differently. Help me to see myself that way. And he will start providing, you know, even this, this podcast, Dr. Watkins is, uh, is an answer to somebody's prayer because now it's like, wait, I, I, okay, that, that's something I need to pray about. That's mm-hmm. something, you know, I need a change in my life, but yes, um, those ideas that he gives you are not going to be um, understood by everyone. I do believe he has mm-hmm. destiny helpers that are going to, um, that are, that, that he's going to put in our path to help us, to help push us. That's not going to compete against you. That's mm-hmm. not going to like speak, you know, negativity into you. Uh, but many times I think there is a chaos and a disruption, um, uh, with, with sharing certain ideas or sharing certain dreams. And, and some people, if you're, if you're used to people pleasing or used to wanting people's approval before you step out, um, you can end up being discouraged if they don't get it right. But it's not Mm -hmm. meant for them to get, and it Mm -hmm. doesn't, their, um, their misunderstanding of your value doesn't diminish your value. And it doesn't diminish the dream that God has put in you. The value, um, remains the value no matter if somebody understands it or not. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Awesome. 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 Listeners, I pray that you are hearing 
um, what Miriam is saying today, because if you don't get past that point, you'll always step back in fear um, and never step out into your true potential because you're always wondering if this person will like you, if they don't like you, what if I do this and it doesn't work? And But we know we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. That's why it's so important not only to get around, um, and I don't want to get into it. So before we do that, I'm going to uh, ask you, Miriam, um, and we're talking about fears and talking about self-doubt and jealousy and prejudice, regrets and shame, guilt, disappointments, all of those things, second guessing and negative comparisons. And we've talked about a few things about uh, tips about what listeners could do. But what else would you recommend they do first when it comes to changing their thinking um, to those of God thoughts? Mm-hmm. OK, what would they do first? Um, I would say right along with that process of defining your DNA. I think it's it's recognizing, okay, number one, God made me, he has predestined me. All right. So the one, there's a scripture, um, I believe even in Jeremiah, uh, where, you know, uh, God is telling uh, Jeremiah, look, I, I called you to be a prophet uh, in the mm-hmm. nations. Uh, mm-hmm. And I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. So it's interesting too, Dr. Watkins, because um, you know, I think I think there is a desire um, that people have to want to know, OK, am I going to is there greatness on the inside of me? You know, mm-hmm. can I change? That was even I think the uh, number one most Googled question of 2022 is mm-hmm. can I change? So there is a need um there's a desire that people have to want to change. So I just want to commend, you know, all of your listeners uh, for your desire to even want to change. Uh, and, and I just want to say, yes, you can, you absolutely can. Um, and it's about aligning yourself with the one who knows you best. Mm-hmm. So when I say DNA, D stands for diving into him. So as you get to know him, you are also getting to know you. Why? Because you're a child of a king. Mm-hmm. So many times we're we're so connected to again the um, and it's not it's not a bad thing because he he chose your parents. He he knew he accounted for many of the things that you were going to go through or grow through. But is it wasn't about um, you thinking that. Uh, the environment in which you grew up in or the pain or the trauma that you experienced defines you. Um, it's just, you know, the way I, I look at it is, and it, <laughs> this really ties into not leaning into your own understanding, Dr. Watkins. Mm-hmm. It's not about God for, it has forsaken us. We live in a corrupt world. Mm-hmm. But what I have found that, I've, I mean, I've experienced uh, sexual trauma. I've experienced all types of trauma, right? Bullying, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. socioeconomic issues growing up and all of that. But if even if I didn't go through it, I wouldn't be able to push somebody else through it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Moses yes. had to, what, his life was uh, about to be um, taken, right? He, he was a, seen as a, a threat in some way by the enemy. The enemy knows that there's greatness on the inside of you. So what, he speaks to uh, Pharaoh. Pharaoh's like, oh, their, their numbers are getting up there. Let's kill all the sons. Well, no, one at least one. there's one person there. And I'm telling you, viewer, you are that one. You were meant to be a generational chain breaker. Let me speak that life into you. So even that one, um, 
you know, uh, Moses, God sustained him through his sister, even Miriam, who pushed mm -hmm. him through the water. But if he didn't, if he didn't go through the water, <laughs> he wouldn't be able to push others through it later on through the Red Sea. So mm -hmm. the things that you've gone through, even in your childhood, your young adult years, um, it's so that you can push others through it as well. There are people that are tied to you. There's a greater purpose and people that literally are counting on your voice. They can't, it's not even, they're, they're not connected. They're not connected to my assignment. They, mm -hmm. They're not even connected to Dr. Watkins assignment, but mm -hmm. they're connected to your assignment. Right. So, but, and God has the assignment. That's why I say dive into God. And then the, the next part um, of, of renewing your mind um, literally is, is speaking the word. I would say that, that in uh, neutralizing negative beliefs is again, becoming aware of those, the, the negative beliefs that you even have in the first place. And once you become aware, this is a real practical tip, Dr. Watkins, once you write down those negative beliefs that you have, also search out scriptures that completely contradict those negative right. mm -hmm. scriptures um, that speak about who God says you are. Because the my word, my Bible says, Dr. Watkins, uh, and I believe it's in Ephesians 6, it might be Ephesians 6.20, that I'm seated in heavenly places. Yes, what? yes. What? <laughs> yes I'm seated in but until I see myself seated in heavenly places I'm then denying the throne that God wants to put me in and I'm denying my royalty and as long as you deny the DNA of Christ that is in you you're also denying yourself an inheritance that is waiting for you and that inheritance might be um, businesses it might be inventions it might be um, products all right I'm denying myself even uh, implementing um the ideas that those God ideas that he wants me to implement simply because I'm looking at people and I'm fearing the faces of men versus um, fighting for who I am in Christ. I'm fighting against myself. So it's, it's, it's also realizing, hold on. It's not just this, 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 um, uh, this life of I'm constantly fighting the enemy, constantly fighting the enemy. Many times the enemy is in your mind. It's you could mm -hmm. be your worst enemy, mm -hmm. right? You you actually already have power over the enemy because he mm -hmm. says you can tread on serpents and scorpions and not be harmed. So it's not so much um, oh, I'm just constantly fighting, constantly fighting. Yes, we go through spiritual warfare. I believe that the warfare, if anything, is is there to build us up to be um, even stronger, you know, higher, uh, like a higher spiritual ranking, you know, so you can do more things, mm -hmm. um, uh, for God, right. You know, mm -hmm. casting things out and praying and healing Th those miracle signs and wonders are evident to this day. Um, but again, it's, it's really about fighting, fighting for truth, fighting with truth, not for truth, but fighting with truth. Mm -hmm. It is because it is the truth, right? You will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't um, expect for a purpose or a promise to happen, but uh, be in alignment or fight for that purpose with a lie. Even we would, oh my goodness, Dr. Wax, I'm even thinking about <laughs> uh, <laughs> the children of Israel and how Moses said, all right, go and, and, and take a look at the land. And God had already, mm -hmm. said, he said, he already told him, yeah, he got it. I'm going to give <laughs> right, it to you. Right. But it doesn't mean that um, you don't have to be a participant in the process. 
you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> he mm-hmm. still, you know, he said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Loose in heaven. And, yeah. and I still have to follow his instructions. Mm-hmm. Right. And in following his instructions, I'm also building relationship with him because then I'm becoming more reliant that he's faithful in his word. So that once I even get to the promised land or once I get to another level, there's some, there's sure there's going to be resistance on that level. But now because of my obedience at the level that I'm, uh, that I'm currently at, I know, okay, well, if he was faithful before, he's going to be faithful here. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, there's something about the, it's so that mind is so important because he delivered them from Egypt, but Egypt was still in their minds. And, mm-hmm. and uh, that fear, the, the, the fear wanted to take them back into what was familiar after you just cried out to say, Lord, deliver us. <laughs> right, right. Right. Isn't that something? <laughs> Not only that, but he sends the spies, right? Moses said, all right, go see, mm-hmm. go scour the land. And all they came back was a negative report. Mm-hmm. And God mm-hmm. is like, hold on. Well, whose report are you going to believe? Mm-hmm. I, you know, so it actually disheartened many people, but literally because of the words, because of the fear. And I can't fight for my promise from a place of fear, because then I'm not going to see the full picture anyway. I got to mm-hmm. fight with truth. And even if you don't see the whole picture because you're not God. Truth is is still going to be enough for you to continue walking because there's a knowing that you will have and your faith will, will grow. He's going to even, I, I believe God will even, um, and he's done, because he's done this for me, Dr. Watkins, he'll allow um, me to see certain things turn around, whether in, in, in a dream or um, mm-hmm. just day to day, like even little spurts of things, just as a reminder, no, things are turning around me and things are turning around. And then I see the whole thing come into fruition. And it's mm-hmm. like, but it's because of that obedience and continuing to um, speak truth, right? Speak truth versus like operate from that place of fear or from that place of limitation. When he says you can do all things through Christ, which strengthens him. So again, it's, it's a daily thing of renewing the mind. Uh, and it just also shows that also be, be careful of what you allow. Um, here's another tip who you allow to speak into you. Yes. Yes. So important. Mm, because they came back with the report again and they spoke, mm-hmm. it, 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 you know, it, it affected the people's hearts. Now they have a heart issue. Uh, so that's why he says even guard your heart, right? Mm-hmm. Because out of it comes the issues of life. So you want to be careful of who you allow to speak into you and even what you are consuming. Um, <laughs> wow. Because what you consume, even though it's not real food, it is uh, a spiritual type of food and it could, it could uh, then lead to, um, fruit that is either good or bad. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. the life is in the power of the tongue, right? So there's people speaking into you. If I'm not guarding what comes in, what I allow to stay in, if I'm not casting down, like you were saying earlier, if I'm not casting certain things down, then it's something that I end up consuming. And what I end up consume also then takes root and grows something. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. Those who eat it, um, will, uh, I believe what will those who, those who uh, know it or those who eat it will eat yeah. the fruit thereof. Right. So that fruit could either be good or, or bad fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I want it's, good fruit. That's so important because, you know, I tell my young people all the time and I even tell the, um, my young people and even my nieces and nephews and um, my sister, my younger sister, and just all of those I minister to and those around, it is so important that you surround your, you, you make sure that you make your atmosphere conducive for the Holy Spirit to be able to flow. 
um, for what he has promised to be able to flow. And so anytime you have anything contrary coming in, whether it's someone that's always complaining, because, you know, it is so easy to um, complain. And when you get around those that are constantly complaining and complaining and complaining, you'll find that thing trying to filter over into where you are. And so you have to be so um, careful about not that you ignore people, not that you don't be around them because we are that light, but you have to be careful to be an encourager within that environment to kind of help shift and change uh, the conversation in order to lift them up as well as to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's just so key because if not, you'll find yourself being empathetic and it's good to be empathetic and, and to be able to listen Uh, But at the same time, you don't want to allow it to come into where because our eyes and our ears are the ear gates to our spirit, you know, and so whatever we're constantly seeing, whatever we're constantly hearing, uh, as we allow those things to come into our spirit, man, it takes root. And so we have to begin, like you were saying, to begin to cast those thoughts out and to be able to lift others up and be an encouraging. Well, they may say, you know, how was your day today? Well, you know, it was just horrible, you know, and it was just, you know, I didn't, you know, well, I'm, you know, we could say, well, I apologize. You know, I'm so, you know, um, sad that that happened today, but you know what, today it's going to get better. You know, God is with you, you know, and just changing that thing around to encouragement, not dismissing what they have gone through because we don't want to dismiss that, but listening and being able to be that encourager and to be able to change it around in order to give hope. Um, And some people, they, most people desire and want to go places, Miriam, but then there are others that want to stay stuck um, in that debilitating thought life and in that negative, because they get some type of feed from it and some type of fulfillment from it, not realizing that we have to begin to break out of that cycle and see that defeat is not your last option. Uh, and so uh, listeners, if you are listening today, you just take those, what Miriam has been talking about, because it is so important that we begin to know what God says about us, know what he's thinking about us and begin to rely on that and then surround yourself with those that are going where you're going that um, have that same mindset that are able to encourage you because like she was saying earlier um, you can't deny the throne and I love that Miriam You, you just can't deny the throne because when you deny the throne you deny every part of who God has created you to be and so it's so important to dismiss every thought dismiss every um, idea that come against what God has already said about you. And with that being said, Miriam, how do we filter what goes through our minds? Mm-hmm. It's a verse that you said earlier, and that is literally the filter. It's Philippians 4, I believe, what, Philippians 4 and 8, where it talks about, uh, he tells us, think on things that are pure, think of things that are lovely, you know, think of things that um, are virtuous, you know, that are, you know, think, of, think on these things, if there be any virtue, because so if, if I have a certain thought, um, I'm going to put it up against that filter, I'm going to pass it through that filter. And if, By the time it comes out, you know, I'm going to know, okay, was this a thought from God? Was this a thought from, um, or from a thought from the enemy? Mm -hmm, As many mm -hmm. times our thoughts are being influenced, right? Mm -hmm. So um, that, that right there is, I think, a number one way that you can um, 
a sort of test test of thoughts, you know. Um, also, I think also to your point that you were making, I just want to piggyback off of that, Dr. Watkins. Um, yes, we are empathetic. We're 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 we are made to care, you know, about others. And there's even a scripture I can't remember the reference, Dr. Watkins, but it talks about helping your brethren, but not to the detriment of uh, coming into agreement or falling into that, uh, 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 falling into temptation, um, that which you were trying to even help against in the first place. Right, right. You know, and it's not about um, being a denial about how you feel. That's not what I'm saying, you know, and you, that's what you were saying too, Dr. Mm -hmm. Watkins. Yes, we may, we have feelings, but also mm -hmm. realize that feelings are fleeting. It's not mm -hmm. meant for sadness to remain uh, and be your baseline. Your baseline is uh, what? Power, love, and a sound mind. That's another filter. I'm going to put my, uh, you know, my, um, whatever I'm going through today, you know, I'm, uh, let me acknowledge it. Yes, I'm going to acknowledge it. I'm going to bring it to God because he says he cares about me. So cast my cares upon the Lord. Also, if somebody's going through some, something in my family, I'm not going to take that burden on because mm -hmm. I'm not God. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I believe, you know, if he's leading us, I think we also need to get back to a place of, okay, um, is this meant for me to do, Lord? You know, I'm not saying being, you know, holier than thou. I'm not... I'm not talking about that either, you know. Mm -hmm. um, ooh, that is a whole other topic, Dr. Watson. I mean, that, that's that's <laughs> another filter in itself. Because I think I do think that as children, you know, as 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 children of God, we are we which we're we are also put here to serve, serve God, right? Keep mm -hmm. his commandments and then mm -hmm. serve um by being in our purpose. That is, is service. Um, but even distinguishing between uh people pleasing, I think, and Ser and serving, you know, I believe mm -hmm. the distinct, the, what I would define serving as, okay, is all right. All right, God, I'm going to for one, acknowledge him in all my ways so he can direct my path. So as you know, someone may need uh, help with something, Lord, is it, is it meant for me to, because I believe that if it is meant, he's given me the ability to then. Mm -hmm. But sometimes mm -hmm. we can get into people pleasing where we are afraid of disappointing them, or we're afraid of, um, them not liking us, or we're, we're afraid that, you know, if I say no this time, it's going to cut off the relationship. Well, if I give somebody one no, and it's going to cut off the relationship, then that, that, that's that a says big something sign about that relationship right there already. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. So I think, you know, again, healthy boundaries yes, yes. is, is so, so, so important. Um, but yeah, I, be, I don't know if I completely answered the you question. Did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. But Philippians 4 and 8, we have to think Philippians on those 4. things and we have to bring that into a filter um, through the word of God and look at it, like he said earlier, and see, is this uh, a God thought or is this an enemy thought? And mm -hmm. you have to keep hammering back at that, you know, um, and just um, beginning to speak God. And you know, one thing I found too, Miriam, that a lot of times if we if we truly just spend that time with the father, if we truly just, um, you know, have that prayer life with him where we're communing with him daily, just have that quiet time. 
um, with the Lord, he begins to silence all of those thoughts of the enemy. Now, they may filter, but by the time you go through that prayer and that time, um, that relationship with the Lord, and he begins to purge you, all of those thoughts of the enemy begins to leave because when you're praying, it feels like you just get a supernatural strength, which you do. It's like he, he's empowering you um, to be able to take on today, on that day. And so listeners, that's one of the things as well that I was thinking as Miriam was talking is that we have to pray. We have to commune with the father because the more we commune with him, the more we think like him, the more we speak like him, the more we talk like him. And the more, as Miriam was talking, the truth that we need to walk into will become a part of us because we're hearing it on a daily basis. But if we're not before him on a daily basis, then the enemy has um, a, a certain right to come in and constantly talk to us because we not allowed the father to be who he desires to be in us mm, and so i think uh just prayer because i found myself and we've all found ourselves to the point of where um a day of may have gotten busy and we were not able to pray like we needed to pray well mm. you know by the time you get through that day the enemy's going to send this and that and that to bombard you because he's like okay that they didn't pray today so i might have a little edge on them today i'm going to try them him on this area i'm going to try them on this area and then you realize oh my goodness um i didn't even get before the father today and you may have said something wrong that you shouldn't have said um you may have gotten a little short but if we realize to start our day off with prayer and for those that were at third shift or when you get up you know um if we rent we commune with the father um and i always tell the people you know see what he sees about you and that's what you were saying earlier but we can't see um what he sees about us if we're never in his presence. And I, and I think with your husband, Miriam, you know what your husband um, sees about you because he sees you on a daily basis. Your children know who you are um, because they see you on a daily basis. They know you, that you're the mother. They know that you're gonna protect them. They know that your, their father is gonna protect them because they see it every day because they're in the presence. And that's the same thing, listeners, that I believe, too, as well, is that we've got to constantly reside within the presence of God so that we know he has um, his best uh, best interest at heart for us mm -hmm. as we stay connected to him. Um, and so I just I just really feel to say that because I know that a lot of times if we just step back and allow God to move, um, he will begin to move within the midst of our thoughts as well when we just meditate on him. Mm, that is so good, Dr. Watkins. Um, you're just even uh, reminding me now about even uh, there are times in my life um, where I have treated, treated God like he's just a rescue, you know, and <laughs> right. uh, versus someone versus my father to have a relationship with, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, so it's not just about like even checking off a box or waiting until things get back to the point that it's like, all right, God, I need a rescue, you know, and then getting upset mm -hmm. with with God. But it's um, it's really that it's a daily walk and um, and uh, seeing him daily, really experiencing him, you know, when the Holy Spirit just is, you know, the Holy Spirit's with you. And it's even that thought, wow, the, you know, the God that created the heavens mm -hmm. is, is, you know, has made you his dwelling place, you know, and you can even just uh, feel him tangibly, sometimes an electrifying feeling. Mm -hmm. or it's just, it's mm -hmm. just, and it's so amazing. I look forward to that day in, day out, you know, I need that. And, um, it, it, it will set up your day. I'm telling you, it will set up your day because it's like, all right, I know God is with me. Uh, yeah, the, the enemy 
may form a weapon, but right, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like you're you're setting yourself up for uh being more than a conqueror, which is who he has called you to be. Even if the enemy tries to come in like a flood at work, he's going to raise up a standard because you, you've also spent time with him. And then you also know everything is working out for your good, even if it doesn't feel good. Because that the, the Holy Spirit guides us in all truth, right? Mm-hmm. But I have a relationship in order to make that my knowing, you know, and um. Mm -hmm. And we already said the truth sets us free. Freedom is meant, it's not meant for us to get into bondage, you know, and, and, um, and sometimes what I think it's, oh goodness, you just reminded me again, (laughs) another scripture, but that's why the the word is so good. good. But, um, he said, lay aside your mental weights and those things that, uh, can easily beset you, you know? So sometimes, you know, because that time isn't spent with God and we're not nurturing that relationship. And if I'm not nurturing something, I'm not going to know that he's with me. Therefore I'm walking around almost like a penguin, you know, like with these different mental weights right mm-hmm. um but in order for me to set them aside i also recognize that the victory and the fighting and the fighting with truth is many times on your knees not against mm-hmm. flesh and blood mm-hmm. not against people right but it's, mm-hmm. it's used many times there's an enemy behind it and he also says whoo the weapons of our warfare are not carnal anyway yes they're yes. mighty through god through the pulling down of strongholds even my mm-hmm. our own strongholds again you know those belief systems Mm -hmm. you know those strongholds and that's why he says to renew your mind daily because the truth will help you maintain your deliverance the truth um is freedom and the truth is always going to override facts Mm -hmm. and it's always also going to override feelings Mm -hmm. the truth is is the highest Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) yes so good so good so good Uh, you know, would you pray for those that are listening today? Because as you were talking, I just feel the Holy Spirit. Um, And I love um, when his presence shows up, because Mm -hmm. that means that there, every time his presence shows up, there's powerful deliverance. And I believe today that there are some listeners that are listening today that are struggling with constantly thoughts that are defeating and debilitating thoughts. Um, And they feel like they can't get off of this umbrella of depression and oppression. Uh, But today, I know that Jesus Christ is there to be able to heal you and that there is power in prayer. And as Miriam has been talking today, I know that the healing oil of God's presence through the words that she has spoken by the Holy Spirit has touched your heart. So would you pray for those that are listening today, Miriam, that may be struggling with those thoughts? Absolutely. I feel his presence even right now. I feel Mm -hmm. his fire. Yes. Fire right now. (laughs) So absolutely. Um, Thank you, dear Lord. I just thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, Lord God, to come before you. Uh, It needs to come boldly, Lord God, before the throne of grace. Hallelujah. We just thank you, Lord. Um, You said even in your word, the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violence takes it by force, Lord. So, Lord God, we thank you. I just pray, Lord God, for the viewers, everybody under the sound of my voice, Lord, that have uh, been 
been experiencing a heaviness or even a spirit of heaviness, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. I just prophesy and declare freedom over them yes, right Lord. now, Father. I thank you, Lord God, because who you have set free is free indeed. Hallelujah. Yes, we thank you, Lord God, that your work, Lord God, is perfect, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for perfecting, Lord God, these vessels, Lord God, even through the tribulation, which will work patience, which will, Lord God, help us to come into alignment to the point that we see we can be triumphant over everything yes. that you made us to be, Lord. So I just thank you, Lord God. I pray that you bring to, to um, uh, awareness, oh Lord, of anything, Lord God, every hidden agreement or any, Lord, limitation, Lord God, that we've been keeping in our hearts that is even creating an issue and that continues to create an issue or cycles or generational patterns, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let us let them recognize that they don't have to continue to be a part of that pattern, Lord God, but you place them in that family. You've placed them in that house, Lord God, to be a generational chain breaker, Lord. So we thank you, Father, oh Lord God, for the new precedents that are going to be uh, established simply because they said yes to you simply because they decided to, to dare you at your word and to begin to fight with truth and to even begin spending some time with you daily, Lord God, even uh, even a few minutes of acknowledging you, we know that you're going to make their path straight. Even a few minutes, Lord God, we thank you that it's even going to grow, Lord. The relationship with you is going to grow. We just thank you. I pray, Lord God, for... Um, uh, their children. I pray, Lord God, yes. for family members. Lord God, release a, a revelation of who you are so they can receive your salvation, Lord God. I just yes. thank you for even the transformation, Lord God. And um, I just impart joy as well, yes. Lord. Just thank you for joy because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Lord God, we thank you for what you did for us on Calvary, which is good today. And it's going to always be good, Lord God. Yes, Lord God you, you were nailed to the cross, Lord God, so we could be free. Lord, God. So we we come into agreement with that now. Lord God, I, I just uh, thank you, Lord God, for strengthening those. Oh, Lord God, yes, Lord. giving them new eyes to see what you want them to see. I thank you for mental restoration. We pull down strongholds in Jesus' in name. name. Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God, for the authority that you've given us, oh Lord God. Oh Lord God, that no matter, Lord God, what weapon is formed, it shall not prosper. Shall not we prosper. just thank you, Lord God, that we're on the winning side. Hallelujah. Yes, winning yes, side, the enemy is defeated. And Jesus is Lord. I just pray, Lord, even that you begin to show them uh, how you see them. Hallelujah. I pray for dreams, Lord God, visions, Lord God. You say you're yes, going to your spirit upon all flesh. Lord, I just thank you, Lord God, for opening up their eyes, Lord God, in a new way, allowing them to hear something that they didn't even hear earlier, but they're catching it right now by the spirit. Yes, God. Thank you, Lord God, Jesus, for the, the new creature, Lord God, that you've made them to be, but allowing them to even see that, Lord God, see their purpose, see what they're meant to do, see their assignment in Jesus name. Amen. 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 The fire in the presence of the Lord is with you in the house because I know it's here among us on this podcast. So take what God has given you on today and receive your deliverance in your spirit and your mind. Let go of those thoughts. Let go of those barriers and begin to flow in what God has called you to flow in because this is your season. This is your time. Do not allow anything to hold you back from your kingdom purpose and don't deny the throne uh, that God has given you as Miriam said earlier. Well, thank you, Miriam, for being a part of the podcast today. This has been such an awesome, awesome, awesome episode and just filled with healing words and just being able to motivate the listeners to see themselves as God sees them. And I appreciate you for being a part 
today. It's truly been an honor. So if the listeners wanted to get in touch with you or to find out more about your coaching, how would they get in contact with you? Oh, and I just want to say thank you for having me on this show. Um, action, you know, I would say just if I can add one more thing uh, that I, I maybe didn't yes. make explain earlier is even as you're neutralizing those lies, you're neutralizing those limiting beliefs by using truth, right? Because mm-hmm. again, freedom is 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 uh, the truth will make you free, but begin to walk in it. Even mm-hmm. those, even take taking small steps. Um, is the action that is needed uh, that is going to bring you closer to the promise, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Because yes, if the children of Israel yes. still didn't walk closer to it, they were they would never get to it, right? They needed right. truth, they still needed to walk. That's why he says, well, sometimes we're good at accumulating information, Dr. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> We can be good master learners, which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing, but he said, be a hearer and a doer, not just a hearer, but a doer. So there's still gonna need to be some action. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you want to, to use some action even now, and get in contact with me, you can um, just go to bonus.defineyourdna.com. It's just a contact page where you put in your information and email address and uh, we can uh, connect that way. Uh, You know, there are different um, classes that I have. Um, uh, I go live on YouTube. You can look up my name on YouTube as well. Uh, You can join my community on Facebook, Courageous Christian Women. But that is, a, a, I think, one main way to contact me is bonus.defineyourdna.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And listeners, we will also have the links uh, in this episode so that you'll be able to reach her as well. But remember, God loves you and everything that the enemy said about you is a lie. You have to continue to trust God and take him at his word. Whatever the Lord has said to you, it shall come to pass. You have to believe it. You have to step and walk into it and you have to not fear and you be able to go out into what God has commanded you to go out. And we are supporting you all the way. And I know that as we get ready to go into this new season, because you it's been the four months and we've already made all of these resolutions about what we're going to do but guess what you have another day and another opportunity to see God and to allow him to move in your life like never before and so listeners we love you and until next time God bless have a wonderfully blessed day thank you for listening to tasty tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com. Until next time, stay blessed.